as I was thinking about this, I mean, it's just so thankful, like, just like what Harper was saying, you can be blessed when, even when, you know, it's hasn't been the best day for you it hasn't things aren't going right you can still find yourself blessed in the middle of all your heartaches in the middle of all the trials that you're going through and uh i'm gonna be honest i had a whole different message planned earlier this week but as i was just doing later studying i just really found just felt god leading me somewhere else so i just took this direction and uh so it's uh, so if it's a little, because this was kind of like a last minute change of sermon, if it's a little like uh, not all together, just be a little forgiving about it. Uh, I was really thinking about this, one of, one of the hymns I played today, I was just thinking about the second verse. It says, Jesus sought me when a stranger, wandering from the fold of God, he to rescue me from danger interposed his precious blood and this really just got me thinking and really just got my mind on this passage and so I want to start out with verse 4 of uh, Luke chapter 15 what man of you having a hundred sheep if he lose one of them do not leave the ninety and nine in the wilderness and go after that which is lost until he find it and when he hath found it he layeth it on his shoulders rejoicing And when he cometh home, he calleth together his friends and neighbors, saying unto them, Rejoice with me, for I have found my sheep, which was lost. I say unto you, that likewise joy shall be in heaven over one sinner that repenteth, more than over ninety and nine just persons, which need need no repentance. Uh, Lord, uh, just help me to get out of the way today, Lord, and just... Help your word not to go out void and just have it be your way, Lord. And just thank you for the time that I've been able to be here, Lord. Just thank you for the Sunday school, Sunday school that lesson I've had today. And Lord, just thank you for the worship. Just thank you for everything, Lord. And just thank you for allowing me to be up here even with my knee, Lord. Just, uh, just help with my knee, Lord. Just make sure I can uh, endure this whole entire time standing, Lord. And just thank you, Lord, for helping me with my health, Lord, and just thank you for all that you do, and thank you for your salvation, Lord, and thank you for finding me out of the lost fold. And God, just help me to bring this message and the power that you have in your Holy Spirit. Help me to follow your direction, Lord, in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So as I was thinking about that uh, song title, really brought me to this scripture right here. And as you're, and as I was thinking, You know, it starts out, what man of you, having a hundred sheep, if he lose one of them, do if he not leave the ninety-nine in the wilderness and go after that which is lost until he find it? And the first place my mind goes to is when I usually lose something, right? How fast do I try to go find it? Usually I'm trying to find it, right? And I don't find it 30 minutes later, I usually give up. But that's not how Jesus Christ is. Jesus Christ doesn't give up. He's going to keep going and trying to find that lost soul. That one that went astray. He is going to try to find it. And, and I know a few people might be thinking, you know, it's just one, you know, one lamb that's gone. It's, is it really that big of a deal? 
And yes, it is. And as that lost, that lost lamb that's gone astray, Jesus is coming out to find it because, you know, he loves each and every one. That's right. And because he loves each and every one, he wants to be able to find it. Yeah. And he is going to try to seek for that lost lamb. And hopefully that lost lamb comes back to him. And, you know, as we go lost, and also 2 Peter 3.9 says, The Lord is not slack concerning his promises. Some men count slackness, but is long-suffering to us, to us word, not willing that any should perish, yeah. but that all should come to repentance and belief. Yeah, right. You know, this lost lamb right here is talking about, so sin, because of sin nature, has divided us from the kingdom of God. So now we are separated from God. And now we're lost. But Jesus, as the, as the person in charge of the sheep, that now a lost sheep has happened, he is on his way to seek it because he's made a way in the middle. Right. In which we were separated from the kingdom of God. He made a way... And from those that were separated to be able to be in the kingdom of God. Because Jesus Christ went to the cross and he died for our sins. And then when he died for our sins, after living a perfect life and he was a perfect sacrifice and took all our sins, he died on the cross and rose again for us. And that if we confess to him, we could have forgiveness of sins. Yeah. And you really see the compassion and love that he has for one lost soul because he's going after that one that's lost. And, and here's the thing. You look at the limit that he's going for it in the wilderness and go after that which is lost until he find it. Yeah. Amen. He's going after it. You know, he's... He's not stopping till, you know, it's been seven years. He's not stopping after that. He's going till he finds it. And he's not going to give up because he wants everyone to not perish and come to repentance for him. Because the thing is, our time is limited. We only have so much time in our life. And then after that time is up, our life is over. And the lifetime that God gives us is the lifetime that we have to repent for our sins. Yeah. That is the time that God has given us. There ain't going to be no time after we die to repent. That's not what the Bible says, and that's not how it works according to God's word, which is true. And there's no flaw in his word, so it's correct. Yeah. And so, since there's that time frame that they have to repent and come and be found by Jesus Christ, now we have that time frame to confess our sins. And that is, we have that time frame. And since we have that time frame, that is the time. That's all the chances that we're going to have to confess and repent. And that's it. And then we see, we see his care. And then we see verse 5. And it says, and when he hath found it, he layeth it on his shoulders rejoicing. And, you know, when that lost sheep is found, you know, you look at it, 
Christ embraces it. Christ embraces that sheep that comes back to him. And Christ, when he finds it, this is what he does. He layeth it on his shoulders. So he picks up the whole sheep. He grabs it by, the, I believe, what would be the feet and puts it on his shoulders and carries it back with the rest. And here's the other thing that he's doing. While he's doing that, carrying us back and taking us back to where we were supposed to be. Amen. Is right. He is rejoicing when it's happening. Amen. And you think about this. You know, it's not Christ just, you know, just drags it along and takes it back. But he puts all the weight on it. He takes all the sheep's weight and all the sheep's yeah. support and takes it back. Because you know what I believe that's a picture of right there? is him taking all our sin and he puts it on himself as we're a lamb. He's putting all that sin, all those things that we've done wrong when we come to him and ask for forgiveness of our sins. And then he is carrying it back. He's carrying us back to where we were supposed to be in the kingdom of God. And he... And then he puts us back and where we're supposed to go. And then we live a new life because we have been made a new creature. Amen. And that means we're supposed to be living a life that is holy to him and acceptable to him. Once we have come to him for our confession of sins and for forgiveness. And you really just see that. In that verse, you just see how great his love because he's, you see he's carrying us. But then he's also guiding us too. He's guiding us in the direction that we should be going and where we're supposed to be at. And then, you know, there's something else I want to point out. Isaiah 53, 6. All we are, all we are like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way. And the Lord hath laid on him the iniquity of us all. You know, we are all an example of the sheep that has gone astray, the sheep that is lost. The sheep is not where with the 99. We are an example of that sheep. And we're, we're gone. We're lost in the world. We're lost in sin. You know, just like in Sunday school, we were talking about it. When we are in, before we come to know Jesus Christ, we are a servant to sin. Amen. We are enslaved by sin. Amen. Right. But when Jesus Christ comes into our life and then when we accept him for the forgiveness of our sins and we mean our repentance, you know, what he does is he gives us freedom Amen. from being Amen. a slave to sin. Amen. That is the freedom that he is going to give to us. And what he does is now he's given us that freedom. And then we have the freedom of choice whether or not if we're going to let sin just rule us again and serve sin, or if we're going to serve righteousness and serve God. And, you know, we're all lost sheep. And then this makes me think, you know, I was just like that at one point in my life too. I was a lost sheep that Jesus Christ had to come find, and he had to lay it on his shoulders and bring me back to where I was supposed to go. And, you know, April 8th, uh, 2012. Um, so that was Easter morning, 2000. That would have been Easter morning. So we uh, missed Sunday school because I was asking my dad questions 
about it. And I told him I wanted to get saved. And that was the day that it happened for me. When Jesus Christ found me. And then he put me on his shoulders and brought me back to where I was supposed to be. And maybe you don't know Jesus Christ today. And maybe, you know, you're on your way, you're lost, and you're heading to hell. Because Jesus Christ has not forgiven your sins. You know, he is just waiting for you to confess and repent your sins to him. Because if you believe in him that he died for your sins, and you confess your sins to him, you can be saved today. Amen. He, because he will find you, put you on your shoulder. He will put you on your shoulders and bring you back to where you're supposed to go. And you know what else he's going to do? He's going to come back rejoicing. Amen. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. And he's going to, and this is what, and then I'm going to go Luke 15, 6 and 15, 7. I like it a little bit more combined. And when he cometh home, he calls together his friends and neighbors, saying unto them, Rejoice with me, for I have found my sheep which was lost. Yeah. I say unto them, that likewise joy shall be in heaven over one sinner that repenteth. More than over 99 just persons, which need no repentance. And you see it right here. Jesus Christ comes back, bringing that sheep back, and he is rejoicing. And you know what he does is he's, he gathers everyone together. He tells the neighbors, you know, he tells the neighbors that, he calleth them together and say, let's rejoice. Because the sheep that was, because he found his lost sheep. Yeah. yeah. And Jesus Christ is just waiting. If there's anyone here that doesn't know Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, today is the day to do it. Yeah. And because Jesus Christ is just waiting to rejoice. Because here's the thing. That, that comparison in verse 6 we see is just like in heaven. It says, I say unto you that likewise joy shall be in heaven over one sinner that repenteth. That is the joy that he has when a sinner comes to know Jesus Christ. And that is the joy that Jesus Christ has, and that's the joy that everyone has in heaven when a sinner does come to repent. Because we see this in a little bit farther down when, it's, uh, when Jesus Christ gave another parable. Uh, Luke 15, 10, it says, Likewise I say unto you that there is a joy in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner that repenteth. And this is the one thing for Christians that I really do think that we really need to look at is we should have that same joy when we know somebody has come to repentance for their sins. I think, you know, when we know somebody personal that we're close with and they come and they repent, we should be joyful about it. Yeah. You know, because I feel like as Christians, we can easily get into this trap of, be, of becoming a prideful person or having a prideful back because we are now in that 99 just persons. Because Jesus Christ has forgiven us with his blood has made us whole. And we become part of that 99 because we, and then we start to, you know, think that we're better than people that are, you know, lost in this world. 
even though that's not how we're supposed to be. We're not supposed to think that we're better than them, but we're supposed to, you know, have a loving compassion just like Christ does. Because you see it in verse 4, 5, 6, and 7. You see the love that he has for each person that doesn't know him. You see how great his love for each person, and that is the same love that a Christian should have towards any sinner. Even if they're not nice to him, even if they don't like him, we still got to have that loving compassion towards them. And we see that when Jesus Christ sees somebody that comes to repentance for sins, it is a rejoicing moment for him. Because, you know, he's found his sheep. He describes it, for I found my sheep which was lost. And And Jesus, he comes back with joy because he's now that that lost lamb that he was searching for has came back to him and came back to repentance and is now in the kingdom of God. And, you know, it's just a joyful thing right there. It's, I know I'm getting a little carried away with the verse, but it's just exciting because, you know, when a sinner comes to repentance, it should be a thing of rejoicing. And... We should have that same heart when we are rejoicing and those things. And then the other thing is that, you know, Jesus Christ, because of our sin nature, we were destined, because once, we, once Adam sinned against God, that created sin nature in everyone. And that destined us to not be able to be in the kingdom of God, and that destined us for hell. But Jesus Christ came to find each and every one that was lost, a lost little lamb. He came to find them, pick them up, put them on their shoulders, and bring them back to the kingdom of God. And if you don't know Jesus Christ today, today is the day to know him as your Lord and Savior. Today is the day to repent. You know, I wouldn't hold it off if you really do feel the Holy Spirit pushing you, and you feel it. Do not push it off or hold back, because Jesus Christ died for you. And if you believe on him and confess your sins to him, you can be saved today.